Anyways, all my students had reached it except one. And I was rooting her on. I was cheering for her. And then I look over and some of my kids were not following our playground procedure so I had to go give them a reminder so I had to leave the game for a second well by the time I got back it was time to go in so when we got back in from recess this little girl I'm so proud of her said Miss Haynes you hurt my feelings hey impact maker I'm Helena the creator of the present teacher podcast and in each episode I'm gonna help you live the life you are made for through self-care social-emotional learning, and classroom management. You know that impact you were after when you first started teaching? Well, we're going to make it happen here. Hello, and welcome to part three of the social-emotional learning series. In the first episode, we talked all about social emotional learning. We talked about what it was and the five different components of social emotional learning. In the last episode, we talked about different myths when it comes to social emotional learning and incorporating it in the classroom. In this episode today, we are going to talk about strategies to implement social emotional learning into your day. You see, in the last episode, we talked about how the best social emotional learning is being implemented throughout your day like a habit. And today we are going to talk about different strategies to help you do just that. So with that being said, here are five different strategies to help you implement social emotional learning into your day. That way it becomes a habit and less friction and less friction means it becomes effortless and less time taken from you. So with that being said, the first strategy to incorporating social emotional learning into your day is have a way to check in with your students. Now, I know typically this is done in the morning, and if you haven't done this, great. If you are doing this, great. But checking in with your students is a great way to build self-awareness. It's an, it's a way for your students to check in with themselves and express that, identify their feelings, and to be able to express that or articulate that to you. It also allows you to see your day in advance. It allows you to see which days are having, which students are having good days and which ones are having a hard time and how you can plan your day accordingly. It also helps relationship building. It allows your students to build a relationship with you and depending how you have your students check in, they may even be able to help build relationships with each other. And it also allows you to meet the needs of your students. You, as any good teacher knows, if our students' needs aren't being met, then there's no way they are going to learn. So having your students check in with you is an amazing way to make sure their needs are met and it's a great opportunity for your students to let you know how their day is going and it opens that conversation if things maybe aren't going very well. Some ways you can check in is thumbs up, thumbs down. And there's actually many different ways you can do this, but I can't tell you how many times I checked in with the student in the morning and I'm so glad I did because it really opened the conversation to some things that may or may not have been going on at home or just kind of gave me a heads up on how they were doing that day. So I was able to be extra nice to them or give them the space or whatever they needed that day to feel loved and supported and to have the space they needed and to validate their feelings. 
So with that being said, strategy number one to incorporating social emotional learning into your day is to check in with your students. Strategy number two when it comes to incorporating social emotional learning into your day is to role play problem solving. Now you can do this throughout your day, but what I mean by this is to role play different scenarios. In the first episode, I talked about how I was practicing problem solving a scenario with my students that I was seeing a lot. It could be something like not sharing or not using our words, stuff like that. Either way, when you role play a scenario and have your students help you problem solve, it's a great way to practice problem solving and responsible decision making. And as we talked about in the first part of this series, that those are different components of social emotional learning. You see, students will start implementing it throughout their day. When you start role playing and role modeling this, you'll be amazed at how many times your students will naturally or remember how you taught them and how you showed them how to problem solve and they will start doing it on their own. So just the other day, I started incorporating a couple months ago a win-win scenario where we came up with different scenarios that were happening in the classroom or on the playground and we talked about how we can make things a win-win because a lot of my students have not had as many social interactions with each other due to recent events. So I started implementing this and I was so proud of them because as we were doing collaborative learning and we started doing our centers, a lot of them started implementing some of the strategies I had shown them for win-win without any prompting. And it's really amazing and fulfilling as a teacher when you're able to sit back and watch your students problem solve on on their own without your help. Another role-playing scenario that I've been practicing with my students was how to apologize. So I go through this process with my kids where we first need to identify our emotions. How are we feeling? And this is that self-awareness part in the social-emotional learning components. After that, after they're able to identify how they're feeling and why they feel that way and what caused that feeling, they vocalize it to their peers. And I help model this to students on how to do that. Then we come up with a way to fix it together. So for example, the other day, one of my kids, my kids were swinging and I had a little mini competition to see who could swing the highest or swing to my hand. So mind you, I teach second grade, so they were very excited by this game. Anyways, all my students had reached it except one, and I was rooting her on, I was cheering for her, and then I look over and some of my kids were not following our playground procedure, so I had to go give them a reminder, so I had to leave the game for a second. Well, by the time I got back, it was time to go in. So when we got back in from recess, this little girl, I'm so proud of her, said, Miss Haynes, you hurt my feelings. And yes, instantly I felt bad and I'm, but I was not, I didn't feel as bad as I was proud of her. I mean, think about it. How hard is it for some of these kids to vocalize how they're feeling, let alone tell an adult how they hurt their feelings. And so we went through the process and we fixed it and I apologized and we talked about how we could fix it. But this just comes to show how amazing those role-playing scenarios are and how your students will get it and they will naturally start implementing these strategies that you use. 
So that leaves us with strategy number two. Again, incorporating social emotional learning into your classroom is to model problem solving. Strategy number three for implementing social emotional learning into the classroom is to provide opportunities to celebrate each other. Now, this is a great opportunity to build community. It helps you build relationships with not only you and your students, but student to student and with themselves. It helps with their self-esteem. And like I mentioned before, it is such an amazing feeling when you catch your students doing it to each other without any prompting from you. So one way to do this is to do classroom cheers. Now, guilty pleasure over here. I absolutely love coming up with our own personal cheers. I can't even tell you how many we have. We have to have at least two dozen by now. And some of them are inspired by Go Noodle or we come up with them as a class. Either way, these are great opportunities for students to celebrate each other in a fun and engaging way. Another strategy that we do in my classroom for this is superstar shoutouts. So this is when students have an opportunity to shout out when they notice a student doing a good job in something. You see, when students take the time to point out when another student is doing an amazing job, it helps them build relationships with each other and build classroom community and climate. And it also helps that student self-esteem and helps them be kind of become accountable for their learning. So I really highly recommend superstar shoutouts. It's amazing. You can just call for three superstar shoutouts and have people volunteer to shout out someone in the class. And yeah, so that is strategy number three for incorporating social emotional learning into the classroom. Strategy number four for incorporating social emotional learning into the classroom is to model active listening. I know what you might be thinking and To be honest, I thought this too at the beginning of this year. Now, this could only be for kindergartners, right? But the reality is that couldn't be farther from the truth. It is so important for our students and even my second grade students to model and talk about what active listening is. So as teachers, we often forget that we need to model expectations for our students. We might think that they just naturally get it or they've been in school a couple years, but It's so important for reminding kids what it looks like and exposing those kids to your expectations. So one way you can do this is with active listening. You can ask, think, and talk about what does it look like? How do I know you are doing it? What do I need to do to make sure I am doing it? This will help not only when you do it, but when they also, when your students do it together through collaborative learning too. And it's great for building responsible decision-making skills and it helps students build relationships with each other because when students are actively listening to each other and taking charge of their learning, it shows each other that they care and it helps them build those relationships. So that ends us with strategy number four and modeling and talking about active listening. Strategy number five for incorporating social-emotional learning into the classroom is one I'm thinking you're not expecting. In fact, you might be thinking, Helena, this isn't a strategy, but it really is. And that is strategy number five, take it one activity at a time or one component at a time. Listen, I know you are an overachiever teacher. You care about your students and you will do whatever it takes to have an amazing day and create a safe space for your students. You will climb a mountain if that means making an impact with your students. But 
You don't want to do it all at once or revamp revamp your whole day. It's like creating New Year's resolutions, creating 10 of them, and it's hard to keep track of all of them. You don't want to try something and then get burnt out of it because there's so many new things you're trying to do at once. So what I recommend as a teacher wellness coach especially is to try one new thing at a time and do it consistently for a month. So if you choose one of these strategies and you want to work on it consistently for a month, then after you've done that for a month, add another thing, add another component or another strategy. Remember, the best social emotional learning is incorporated into your day and their habits, their tool or tools in your teacher box toolkit that you don't have to think about. And those are the best ways to incorporate social emotional learning, their habits. And the more habits of a habit they are, the less friction and the less energy it takes. And that means it's more effortless for you and the more natural it becomes. So also, I want to add a quick note here. Don't forget to give yourself some grace. You're not going to be perfect at this. No one is. And that's totally okay. I definitely wasn't. The fact that you are here means you care about your students and you are striving to create an inclusive, amazing classroom for your students. And that shows a lot already. So with that being said, that wraps up our five strategies for for incorporating social emotional learning into your day. Thank you so much for listening in on this three-part series on social emotional learning. If you want more social emotional learning ideas, I do have an ultimate social emotional learning guide where I give you a ton of different ideas on how you can incorporate it into the classroom. And I will link it in the show notes. It's completely free. Just download it and use it at your will. Pick one of these different ideas use it for 30 days, and then add another until it becomes a habit. And in the next episode, I wanted to give you a heads up. We are going to start talking about teacher wellness. I know it's that time of year when teachers are starting to get burnt out, that mid-year burnout. And I'm going to talk about how to avoid it. So I don't want you to learn the hard way on how to avoid teacher burnout mid-year. Trust me, I've been there. So make sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Remember, we are stronger together and take care. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked this episode, I would love it if you took a screenshot and tagged me on Instagram at the present teacher. Also, make sure to subscribe to get notified each time a new episode comes out. And if you have a minute, leave a review to let me know what you thought. I love hearing from you. Keep dreaming and remember, we are stronger together.